On my talk 1071, I'm Steph March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And if you're a divorced mom out there and you're struggling <laughs> for the holidays, we would like to say Happy holidays. Yes. And you know what? You got this. Yeah, girls, you got this, girls. We can do it. You yeah. can do it. We were just talking about what that's like. And we I have come a from a divorced family. Yep. With you know, you're planning two holidays, you're trying to make do, you're trying to coordinate with everybody. Let me just say this. In the end, I was just... So the funny part is we were just talking about the holidays with another couple of friends. And um, I was just saying, I'm not... I'm actually really happy. I think we've gone into this place, at least in my family. I'm not saying society as a whole. But, you know, from going like the panic of losing the holiday for the pandemic and everything else. And then we kind of came back to it. And then it was like, we have to have it because we haven't had it. And I'm like, why are we having it? (laughs) Why? Well, it doesn't have to look the same. Right. It doesn't feel like I'm trying to recreate something. I feel like... Coming into a place that feels good about what I want to do, how I want to do it, with whom I want to do it, and allowing all my children to do what they need to do. Yeah. Like, that's I for you guys who have adult kids and are kind of maybe or working into adult kid kind of moments. I just I, the freedom of letting them do what they want to do and be who they want to be and not be like, well, this is our tradition and you need to do this. No, we've never been like that, but you know, we've been like that. You like, have. A You're lot. a little bit more traditional than I am. I've almost never had traditions that stick like this is how we do this. I feel really good about where I'm at because I think I opened the show last week talking about the Christmas resentments. Yes, you did. Um, And then you posted about it. So I just I hope Kurt's okay. (laughs) He is. But we did have a conversation on, I guess, Friday night. And and it's not even just about like Kurt. It's it is about like the traditions, the things you're trying to get together. Right. Like our daughter is with a partner now, and so you're having to make room for the partner and her partner's family. And also like I've been really working hard. Yeah. So it's just like trying to like just take a breath, accept that we're doing the best we can. Some things are gonna look the same, some things aren't. I will say, because I dog on Kurt a lot, and people probably wonder why he's even married to me, besides the fact that I make great food. Yeah. And here's the reason. Okay. Because, A, as, as all the things that I say, I actually do appreciate him. Of course you do. And he, we had a moment at Salute, and I was doing the Christmas rant that I do every year, <clears throat> and he was not accepting my Christmas rant. <laughs> And then Good we both him. drove home in separate cars, because we had driven separately. And by the time I got home, I was like, you know what? I said... Do you apologize? I did. I said, you you know, you are a good man and you do a lot for me and you do a lot of things. And when I talk about the fourth job of Christmas, it isn't like it's your fault. It's equally my fault. It's just equally the way I've set this up and Mm -hmm. the way I'm continuing to act. And so I want to take responsibility for my part because obviously you didn't come to dinner to hear me talk about the fourth Christmas. Yes. And he goes, well, on the way home, I was thinking like, 
you could just put like some gifts in boxes and put post-it notes on it. And like, I'm not doing that much. Like I could help. I could wrap. And I was like, this the is the gift why. of the Magi. Yeah, you so, guys just totally magi each other. And boom, he boom. doesn't. And, and it turns out I, and my sister's like, well, you should have taken him up on it. I'm like, no, the fact that he offered is really all I wanted. Yeah. I'll wrap all the gifts. I don't care. Yeah. I've always done it. It's just, I want someone to acknowledge or recognize that this is a lot of work. Right. And to appreciate it. And I think he does. Well, and, and allow me and allow us as your the voice, the ther- <laughs> your therapists and your voices on the radio that are sort of your conscious a little bit. Sometimes you tell us, but like, feel free to give up certain things. Feel free to let things slide. No one is. I, I'm not making bourbon balls this year. And it's because I threw some away last week from last year. And I just thought about it. And I was like, you know, maybe this is the year I just don't. I do, you know, and it's like I had this huge thing of like, I have to do this and I have to do this. And I don't know. No one is. The the earth is not going to fall apart. And like my family is still going to love me. And, you know, we all kind of like maybe do a little bit better when we are ourselves feeling a little bit better. Right. So if you need to do better in the world by giving yourself a gift of relaxing and like getting like cutting something out, this is your permission to do so. Yeah. I will say, uh, please allow me a second. Uh, I was supposed to have a book signing at Holly House tomorrow and I'm it's canceled because I literally have no books. <laughs> I have two boxes of books that I'm bringing to Barnes and Noble Galleria today that they've purchased yeah. that are theirs and I will bring them to them and stay there and sign them from one to three. And once that's done, I am sold out. Good there for you. Are, there Good are for a few you. stores that have books and you can find the ones that I know of in my stories on Instagram. Um, I think like, I won't give you the list, but there are a few that have them and there are a few mail order places that have them that will ship. Paragus Outfitters up in Ely still has some. The Star Tribune still has some. Lake and Company still has some. But so what this has allowed and the Holly House lady was super kind because I was there on Thursday night and literally sold all the books I had. Yeah. And as the, I got to the last one and a lady wanted to buy five and I literally had to go to my car and like get this one that I'd been saving for myself to ship to my <laughs> sister. And I like gave it to her and I was like, this is the last one. The They were just so kind and so nice. And so like, let's have a round of applause. Like it's the last book. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like I can have Sunday off. Yeah. I can have like a whole day that I wasn't planning on to wrap uh-huh. gifts, make chili. I thought the Vikings game was tomorrow, but it turns out it might be today. Is it today? I don't know. Apparently it is. Okay. I don't know either. Oh, really? Because that's Someone a great time to go us. shopping, yo. Yeah. Everybody, I'll if be it at is the Barnes today. and Noble in the gallery, I okay. I'm, I'm talking like grocery shopping. Yeah. And I'm like Costco shopping. But oh, I haven't even done that yet. <clears throat> I know. I know. Well, congratulations to you. Thanks. Well done. It's been a fun run. And they've ordered a whole nother round. But so, like, like you're then you're done with book signings until you get another round, or are you just going to well, be done for a while? Well, the books are coming in probably the end of December, beginning of January. My next booked appearance is the Home and Garden Show, and that's okay, in, March. in March. Good. So, you know, maybe some stuff will pop up here and there. I I don't know if like gift giving, like if that goes and then it doesn't or you know what I mean? Like you always wonder about like how that crescendo and then does it. And like Mother's Day, maybe Father's Day cabin opening season. I don't know. But I'm here for the ride and just, yeah, it's been fun. All right. Thank you for putting up with me, by the way. (laughs) I realize it's been a lot. And I'm I'm, uh, the best. The best and the worst is how many people have told me how much they enjoy my book. And I think I. Someone was talking to me the other day about my writing. Yeah, And at first I literally thought they were talking about the book because they were talking about my recipes and my writing and probably about 10 minutes into the conversation I had this inkling like, "Mm, yeah, I think he thinks I'm Stephanie March, but I don't know for sure and I don't want to embarrass him. Right. And then like he would talk about like the Jason show. So it was very confusing. It's it's very confusing for everybody about because I literally was standing by a cheese case talking about cheese to these random strangers and they were like, oh, and we love you on the Jason show. And I'm like... (laughs) 
So I never know what to say to that because I am on Fox 9 too. Yep. But like, it's not the Jason show, but, I, but I'm very clear that they all kind of think it's all one thing. Yep. So I don't know. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See, remember when I used to just say thanks and you'd get mad at me? It's yeah. way easier. It's way easier just and to say thanks. people just start trying to be kind. No, I know. And it's all love. And and quite honestly, I've had a lot of great interactions just with random people. Not not even with like as one of us, but just there's, there, I will say, I want to say a shout out to like, the Minneapolis St. Paul metro community because everyone seems to be pretty nice yeah, this year. People are being kind. I think there's a kindness that I'm finding like, oh, can you know, please go ahead of me and like you have more things in your cart, you know, yes. why, you know, why don't you I then I'll just, you know, it's it just has been really nice. Waiting I want to continue the Christmas spirit for so long for certain things and just like, okay. I literally so I talk to myself. We're going to we had cookie party last night. We did. And Hanson and I drove out to Woodbury at five o'clock. Let's be very clear. Raging snowstorm. Raging. I mean, that's exactly the time when it was not only not only like rush hour, but a raging snowstorm. And I but even then I was like, I just put on the music. I was remarkably unstressed. I wasn't angry. That stuff tends to make me a little bit. Yeah. You know, PV because I'm like, whatever. But I was pretty chill. I have to say I was like, well, this is going to take me an hour. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I was doing during this same drive, <laughs> and then we're going to take a break. Right. I was listening to a podcast by Allie Wentworth um, called Go Ask Allie about fear. Ooh. <laughs> fear and danger and violence. I don't know if that was the right, the best choice for you. It was pretty amazing. Was it about battling that and like kind of like that she's strong? an anxious person worried about all these things? Oh. And he was like digging down to fear predictability and danger predictability and just what happens when you're in real danger and how your body reacts. And it was really interesting. Okay. But so that was that same hour of time. I was like, okay, this I all had makes so much sense. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Have I was totally pandemic prepared. Yes. It all has come together for me. Okay. I love this. Well, this is exactly how we're going to roll into the yep. show. You guys, cause this is our last one before we take the break for the Christmas season. And uh, we'll be back in January. I'll be back first, and then you'll be back second. Yep. And um, and so, you know, I don't know. We're going to kind of let you guys play this as we go. We're going to be a little loose and carefree. because still need is. food gift ideas. We've yep. got some. We're going to talk gonna... feasting. We have kids. We have yeah, Alex where coming eat on. with kids over the holidays, like fun places to go with kids. And then some cocktail party apps. Yeah. Because that's how it goes. So uh, we'll be right back. This is the weekly edition of My Talk 107. One brought to you by Knob Creek. All right, everybody. Hold me closer. Oh, you're singing. I thought you were like. Hold me closer, shiny. I think there's a little bit of Elton John that speaks to me about Christmas, and I don't know why. Does he have like? Is there a Christmas song that I can't think about? Yes, it's um. You guys, I can't think of it. Yeah, he does. He has a Christmas song. Lexi, do you have any Elton John Christmas songs that I can't think of? You've got music brain. Come on. I'm trying to think. Nope. I, I'm looking it up. But it feels Elton John Christmassy, and maybe it's because he's always got maybe outrageous he's outfits so sparkly. and maybe sparkly glasses. Maybe he's just so sparkly. Could be. I, that could be it. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for that, Elton John. Um, we are uh, we're on the last show of the season, but we're kind of pre-Christmas. We're just in that sweet spot. I hope everybody... Do you feel like... I mean, I feel like most of my friends are done Christmas shopping already. How about um, you? I feel like I will be finished today. You will be? Yeah. Okay. 
And it will be a good experience, and it will happen today. Okay, I, I I'll f- finish up at the Galleria while I'm there. While you're there, yes. I mean, you've I would say that is like that's the one probably gift that of like you've been in malls and shopping centers. I did say like, to my husband, it is it's the Christmas of books. Yeah. Just prepare because I've been in bookstores, and I love books. Books are like my yeah. happy place. So this- I just ordered a new one on um, that I found, which is uh, from my favorite Japanese author, um, Haruku Murakami. Um, yeah, the, which one? The Running Book. Okay, do you have that? No, but I've read a lot about it. Oh my god, I just ordered. It. I don't know why it came into my sphere. And I, I can't like, believe I didn't think of that as a gift for you. I can't believe I, no one has given that like- to me. His church, yes, which, which is, is what, what it, it is, is for, for me. You. Yes, <laughs> and I was like, and he's one of my favorite Japanese writers. Like I've read like three of his books in translation. So there's a little gift if you want to think about it. the Wind Up Bird Chronicles is a great book. Oh gosh, I can't even. I can't even remember my favorite one. It's sitting on my shelf, and I can't even think of what it is. Um, anyway, so we wanted to talk about gifts and giving, and obviously. Um, we tend to give food gifts, you know, and you've talked a lot about your salted caramel and I've always done, we always talk about the jingle hooch, you know, my Irish yes. cream recipe. I did make some of that last night, but did you? I brought it home because nobody seemed excited okay. enough. So I, <laughs> is this a terrible admission? I was like, Hey, I brought like my homemade Cosmo and I brought my like Irish cream and they were like, Oh, we have a signature cocktail. So I was like, okay. So I just put it back in my bag and brought um, it home. I have to tell you that I, when I feel bad because I kind of uh, I took my champagne back home. <laughs> I usually never do that. I usually leave everything. You know, like you come to the party. That's my etiquette: is you leave all the stuff you brought, yeah. left all the good cheeses and everything else. But I literally like no one. Not only did no one like touch it, the good champagne, but Was then they yours opened on the table, the yes. Rotor Estates. Yes, because I so wanted to open it, but it yep. wasn't open. I know. And then I was thinking, oh, who bought this? Because someone that knows champagne bought this. And then it was you. And then I won't say who, and I'm not ripping on anyone, but someone cracked open some Kirkland bubbles, and I was like, and this is going back in my bag. Like, okay. Nope. <laughs> oh, Stephanie. I know. We could have drank need, it together, but we, then we had to drive. I know. We, you, and I have to have a better coordination of. Of our feelings when we're in public together. Yes. Um, anyway, so so <laughs> thinking about of our feelings. <laughs> I used to do this with my like when you know. Well, anyway, I was just going to tell a bad story. Anyway, so um, I think this year. What do you think about this? Have you ever? This sounds really pioneer woman esque, and you know how I feel about her. But I was thinking about not just compound butter, but making butter for for people, like with cream. You know, and then you kind of you put it in your food processor. And you basically beat it until it like it basically separates from the from the way. It is a completely Stephanie March Doesn't experience. It? Doesn't that feel right? So and then that I would salt good. it perfectly yeah, the way it feels I want it. Good for you. It feels like like I feel like I give. I'm going to give butter this year. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm going to like how that's going to go. I have I bought some really good cream. I bought some of like the cedar uh, cedar hill. Yeah, cedar hill. Yep, and. Um, I'm gonna try it, you guys. That's what I made my um, uh, your jingle your jingle hooch with. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, what I is am that still that making I jingle hooch. I just don't know if I'm gonna give it away. Yeah, no. I just may just drink it. Is what I'm saying. I don't. Well, here's the other thing: is I don't think we're doing uh, gorilla drops this year because the gorilla suit is in Tacoma. Oh, because he brought it. He brought it. He brought. I know. I, I sent it. To him for Christmas for Halloween, and so he was DJ Smokey Gorilla for Halloween, and I don't think I'm going to get it back. So, because okay. I mean, you don't want to pack a whole gorilla suit to take on the plane to come home. No, you, know? you don't. So I think I have to figure out something else. So that's in the works. 
But are you giving away like your salted caramel and all the other stuff? Well, yes. I brought all the salted caramel. I brought a bunch of the I nuts. I did take one of the salted caramels. I hope um, you noticed that. I brought those last night. And I have homemade Baileys. I have uh, loaded Cosmos. Like, yeah, I'm loaded. Like, you're loaded for I bear. Stuff. And I still have, I have another party Monday for my book club. Okay. I have a family party on the 23rd. I have another party on the 24th that could end up being at my house for 26 people at the last minute. <laughs> Which you don't know of right now. some circumstances, yes. But I've offered that if this is yep, how that has to go, then we're ready. And then the 25th, we have dinner. And then on the 26th, I fall apart and my gallbladder recovers. Right, right, <laughs> from right. all the rich food. Right. And we are going to talk feasting next. I want to know what you're making for dinners. But that's next. But first, I want to get through these gift things. What I want to know, too, is this. As far as cookies go and cookie party went, you know, like the whole idea of making the cookies and going to cookie party is you get different kinds of cookies. Do you give those away? Do you give the ones away that like our friends have made? Yes. You do. Well, that's what it's for. I don't think there's any shame in that because I don't think what we're saying is that we're all going to eat those cookies, right? I no. mean, the whole point is that you make something so that you can like put a little plate together for someone. Is that it? Yes. And I, you do give them away? Well, on Christmas Eve, we all bring cookies as a gathering part because we have this big dinner for lots of people and we all bring cookies. So a um, portion of them go there. Then my husband will eat probably two dozen by himself. <laughs> he's a big cookie eater so yeah. that's another so then the other three dozen i will put them out i put them out for every event i have and i'll put some out for the cookie exchange or the cookbook thing on monday oh. i'll put some out for the 23rd family gathering yeah they just i just keep putting them out and they eventually dwindle okay i don't it's surprising i don't really eat that many i want to know do people Make the cookies to eat the cookies. This is a call. If you got anytime you want to call in on this, six five one six four one one zero seven one. But I want to know: Are people making the cookies to eat them with their family? Are they making cookies to give them away? And and here's the worst part: Do you feel confident enough in your cookie co- group to like give other people's cookies away? Because there's something about that. If you are collecting everybody's cookies, I'm not going to say who, but there is one that is on my pile of cookie trays from last night that I was like, hmm. <laughs> Can I give these away and still have it Are be like, they, like, hmm. is that snobby? Yes, okay. but I'm okay with it. I know Sometimes you, you got to own who you are. Nope, nope, that's how it goes. I and just people like I don't. I think when people see like a big tray like that, sometimes they don't assume that you cooked them anyway. You know what I mean? Right. My one friend, I'm just going to call her out, Stacy Crane. Okay, Stacy Crane. Which one were hers? The thumbprints, the jam thumbprints. Oh, you love those. They are these like almond buttery cookie. They're real putsy. You put a thumb in there. Then she makes like this homemade jam. Then she has like a sugar um, sprizzle or drizzle on it. Yeah, sure. Like a glaze. Like Like, they're complicated to make and they're so delicious. I will say that I do not like jammy cookies. Like I had the Fika cookies on the air the other day and I I was like, they were so good. But I just don't like jammy cookies, but Stacey Cranes are the only ones I like. I was going to say, because if I'd have known that, I would have stolen mine. I know. No. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We are going to talk about the feast, both uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. What are you making? And some foodie experiences, too, that are still out there that you could pick up. Totally. We'll be right back. This is uh, Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on this uh, flurry Saturday. Not too bad. I think the roads were not too bad this morning. I'm just going to report that. Not compared to last night. No, last night was rough. (laughs) This morning, they seemed a lot better to me. And Uh, I like, do you think this is what I was thinking too? I'm like, are we just like thin skinned Minnesotans now? 
or because like, but no, we went, dude. We did it. We didn't I know cancel. we did, but most like everything got canceled the day there was the rainstorm was, and there's I, the I media like hype of like the storm, the storm of the century, the storm. My husband was up north and they got 18 inches of snow and he still drove home. So I think there's something about there's something too. I've been thinking about the same thing. It's so funny you said that because I was like, God, we in the past we would have been like rub some dirt on it and get yeah, out like, there, get your six kitty litter out yeah. in a shovel. Like, You'll nothing be fine. gets canceled, <laughs> and I don't think that it proves anything about us if we do or don't cancel or go or whatever. I do think having less cars on the road is a good thing. Well, and there okay, is so more faster communication, things. so yeah. you can cancel and yeah. I'm and okay why are like, we risking our lives? Yeah. It's not worth it, right? Getting that, and, and honestly, to, to be truthful, the thing I think the most is getting out of the way of the snowplows because I was watching people not know whether they should be turning in front of or behind or where, and I was like, oh, these poor snowplow drivers just want to like murder everybody. But so less people on the roads to let them get it all done faster. Great. I had to get to Egan on Friday during rush hour, and it had snowed all day. And I was like, I left an hour early and I did get to my destination about five minutes before I needed to be there. But there was no traffic because yeah. now there is like, oh, we can just work from home today. Right. Oh, it's going to snow tomorrow. We'll just work from home. Yep. Like, and that does free it up for the buses and the kids and the school activities. Yeah, and so, yeah, I'm like, we've had so many learnings from COVID. Yeah. Maybe this is like the, the good okay, side, even right. though we're not driving around with kitty litter and shovels in our car. No, and I still like to drive around with my four-wheel drive, and I'm going to have fun with it. So (laughs) the less of you people out there, the better I get to own that road. So there's that. I love it. All right, so we're talking about the Christmas feast, you guys. We're talking about the holiday feast. Yes. And about what, uh, what it looks like. And you are both a Christmas Eve and Christmas Day feaster? I'm three feasts this year. You're three feasts. I'm doing ham for one feast. With loaded baked potato casserole that I think was on the Today Show that <laughs> someone sent me. One of my sisters and was like, please make this. Please make I'm like, this. fine. Salad, rolls, some cookies and breads, whatever. Okay. That's dinner one. Dinner two is going to be Swedish meatballs, uh, marinated cucumbers. It's going to be like a Swedish theme, lingonberries, lefsa. Lefsa. Are you uh, making the lefsa? temptation. Nope. It will get bought from Ingerbritsen's. Okay. Why perfect what they've already perfected? Got it. Claire. I will make the meatballs, though. Um, uh, Janssen's Temptations, potatoes, uh, cookie platter. That's that meal. Okay. Then Christmas Day will be prime rib, popovers, mashed potatoes, gravy. Is this the same thing every year or not? The Swedish meatballs With, are, right? Within, yeah, within a few side changes, okay. but yes. Okay. And then, um, so that will be... That, mashed potatoes, gravy, popovers, that whole thing. And then Christmas morning will be lox and bagels. And I'll probably make a little, some kind of a fish spread. I don't know. Like we have fish, fish sm- Christmas morning. I don't know why we do, wow, but we do. that's funny. Okay. <laughs> like smoked fish or yeah. smoked fishy things. I yeah. don't know. Okay. That works. Um, yeah, I'm trying to decide. Well, so Christmas Eve, you know, we just sort of, it's usually just Jake and I. And um, sometimes my mom, too. But now that we've moved, it's a little bit different. And, you know, everything got apple carded. But um, we are going to I think this year we've decided I just talked to him last night that we are going to um, do a bunch of Japanese street food. (laughs) We are going to be making like spam masubis. And like we even we send each other like our highest form this of love is, yeah. and communication are the uh, Japanese tasty videos we send back I and forth. I love this. So we're going to make like three or four different like sushi slash spam slash probably, you know, Korean corn dog kind of situations. Fun. That, so that's what we're going to feast on. And then we're probably going to watch like 
the Matrix or something. And this then, is fun. This is like, this is this the kid. This is a great holiday for right. you and your kid. It totally is. After doing our good deeds, whatever it is that we end up doing. And then, um, and then Christmas Day is going to now be at my house and I'm going to cook. And it is going to be um, because my son-in-law is Jewish that we decided, you know, he's like non-practicing, but he's, you know, he's yeah, like, he wants a latka. He was like, we don't ever, they're like, we don't, why don't we do this? And I was like, this sounds brilliant. Let's do it. So I sent them the Otolenghi. I gave them the Otolenghi cookbook. They have a bunch of lamb in the freezer because they ordered like a half a lamb. They partnered up or not a half a lamb would be really small. Did they like lamb? They did. They got. Oh, yeah, so they got a whole him. bunch of it, and I have to say that I went onto the Otolenghi website and He's I was got cooking. an amazing oh. lamb stew with like oranges and green olives so and I think pomegranates. Doesn't that sound great? Oh yes, and then, on couscous. Yeah, and then I found this thing, you guys. It's like he does a baked feta with bechamel and za'atar tomatoes, and I am over the moon. It looks like a pizza almost. Yeah, and it's just God. All of it looks like so rich and beautiful, and like. I'm I'm totally into that. That Otolenghi book, Plenty, has some of the most gorgeous salads, too, oh, well, I've know. ever right? seen. Like dill and celery leaves and um, pomegranate and fennel and just like, the super bright preserved lemon dressings. Yes. Oh, my God. This is one, too. Roasty, you know, which is like yeah, that crispy. The potato. Yep. With cream cheese, dill pickle and everything seasoning. I mean, what? That seems like that should be in my rotation. Absolutely. For sure. That has your name all over I it. I know. So what I'm hearing from you, which is fun, is like, you are like, and you've always been way more of the explorer than I have. Yeah, I don't ever, I don't But you tradition. are like, opening it up, like we are just exploring new yep. traditions, yep. new holidays, new things, new families. You've got two new grandkids. Yeah. I know. This is fun. And it's really all about, you know, I and I was saying this last night, is like, I'm, I, you know, and my mom and I, when we were, and it was just us and, you know, my sister too. And we just sort of like never had, you know, we would go to places, but we didn't have like this hard and fast thing. Yeah. We were when we were kids, but we'd always go to Michigan because that's where her sisters are. So when we go to Michigan, we would have the a very things. traditional thing. Yeah. We'd light the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve with the candles and the German music. We'd sing. We'd have pierogan. You know, we'd do all the things. But now... Everything's different. And I would say that if you're that was a little bit of a weird thing for my kids growing up and being like, well, don't we just do this thing? We don't do this thing. There's no things. We just do whatever makes everybody feel great. And there's something not only freeing, but it's back to exciting. Yeah. It's back to being fun and thrilling again. Yeah. Because you're sounding way more excited about your spam nuggets than I am about my (laughs) baked potato casserole. I feel like if I had to have the same and these poor kids all have to live through prime rib with me because I just want to eat prime rib and I don't ever, I never get it when I'm out Prime rib because it's a thing you don't order at a restaurant when you're a person who has to explore food. Be prepared by the way, not to bring everybody down, but, um, Uh, hold your hold your money close because yeah. like everything was so expensive and I shop a lot but I hadn't like food shopped for myself in oh, like really? two weeks because I've been kind of freezer eating getting prepared to yeah. clean out the freezer in. and I was like oh my gosh like eggs are a dollar more than they were the last time yeah. I shopped and salad yeah like everything is so expensive I know and I think that if you can I think that there's a way to do this and to like to really just splurge on the things you want to splurge yes. on. And like soup. Yeah. Like oh, I totally ate just, soup out of my freezer last night. And soup is cheap. Yesterday. And like beans and ham hocks. And my kid is really good about eating cheaply. She is. She told us that. Did she? Because yeah. I think I taught her. Because I'm like, no, we don't waste anything. We yeah. eat cheap. If we don't have money, this is how we eat. And 
we just you just throw it together and do the best you can with what you got. Yeah, and I think a lot of and I'm not saying like I mean, Lord knows my uh I, we were not, you know, we didn't have a lot of money a yeah. lot when my dad left, you yep. know, and so we did a lot of things that were relatively just, but if you put a little fancy tuna salad on a leaf and then, you know, hit it with chives and make it a presentation, I mean, that's beautiful. I feel like an egg on yes. a pile of rice. You've just made congee P- and a polenta, little... Polenta, for God's <laughs> sakes, will yep. carry you through the winter, yo. 100%. Uh-huh, and congee, rice, just do your rice, guys. And so, condiments, yeah. like condiments, condiments and garnish. Yeah, you can make like I made a shrimp cocktail last night. It wasn't fancy. I made my own cocktail sauce, but I put a little parsley on there. I cut up the lemons, made it a, like a fancy platter looking like you'd get in a restaurant. Like that little extra thing yeah. is the thing that makes the difference. And so, OK, so if you do want to buy like a big, let's be honest, the biggest purchase is probably going to be the protein. Yes. So I do. I think it's just time that we just have one quick moment to again talk about the reverse sear because it's so important. And it's a thing that we talk about every year, but it's a refresher for some of you who have Please. never tried it. The reverse sear is how that we find is the best way to to have a piece of protein, especially like a beef prime rib without overcooking it. Cause that is to me the biggest crime of all time is when you overcook something and you, you just paid 80 bucks for, you know, and you don't want gray meat. So what you want to do, you guys is like, you do all the good rubbings all on top of it and you stick it in a low oven. That's it. Like at 275. And this can be a primary roast and you just stick it in the low oven at 275 and you want to have a, a temp. You want to make sure that you just know your temperature, you know, a little a thermometer and you just watch it. And depending on the size, it could be an hour. It could be a couple hours, but it's going to go slow and low, like almost like a braise situation. And you want to get it up to one. For me, I'm a 115 girl because I want mine pretty rare. <laughs> we have a rare in our family, too. So. Yeah, I'm a 115, 120. I definitely don't. And then I pull it out when it hits 120 and then I let it sit there for a few minutes, but not it, it can sit there for a few minutes. It can sit there for two hours. It doesn't matter. Like, because it's hit 120, it's basically because it's been so low and you pulled it out, it's good. It may go up a little bit more. And then, and I usually tent it just to kind of keep it, you know, not dry out. But then before I'm going to serve it, I crank the oven up to 450 and then you stick it back in the oven and you get that, it kind of gets that caramely on the fat, on the fat cap. Yep, the crackly. Yeah, and you get that crispy crackly thing to it and you put it in there for like, Four minutes, five minutes, maybe depending on the size, right? Yep. But you just wait until you get that crackly side of it and you pull it out and it's perfect. And then you can make gravy in that pan with all the cracklies. You take your roast out, you set it to rest for a second and you finish up your gravy. And with reverse here, it doesn't have to like technically rest. But if you want to make your gravy, just stick it on the side, tent it and then go ahead and use it. All the good stuff. Or take your uh, roast out and then make your popovers or your Yorkshire puddings, as it were. Yeah. You can use the fat from the sear and put it in your little, um, that's what Yorkshire pudding is, is just popovers with fat in the cups. Yeah. Basically. Yummy. Yeah. Right. All right. That's it. That was our, that's our moment. So we're going to take a quick break. You guys, we come back. It is going to be the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you want to give us a call, 651-641-1071, and we will... Chat it up and answer any questions or whatever you need. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, This is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. Yo. So give us a call. 651-641-1071. 
1071. Maybe you have a comment about what kind of cookies you want to see on your plate or that you want someone to give you. I do miss peanut blossoms. Like I know. We everyone, didn't get like, those. Nobody does them because they feel like they're overdone. And I'm like, but I want some. And sometimes you just want a good traditional cookie. I know. My mom does make... Every once in a while, she used to make them for my ex-husband. And so then when she stopped, like politically stopped making them, you know. Um, that was when he was on the outs. <laughs> yes. And then, but then like poor Jakey was like, but I liked him too. 651-641-1071. <laughs> oh my God. I know. There are some feast experiences that oh, yeah, are still that. out to buy. Yeah. If you are like, I don't know what to buy for anybody. How am I going to do it? Um, and I just want to tell you about a few. So we talked, we've talked quite a bit about Jamie Malone's Paris Dining Club. Yes, love that it. That would love be it. a great thing to gift to someone. It's yeah. a three course and it is something that arrives at your house. It's got a little something extra special from a local maker. So that would be a good opportunity. Another one that I was surprised I'd never heard of this. The Duck a la Press. Oh, yeah. At Meritage in St. Paul. And it's a $275 experience. And it serves two to four. And it's 90 to 120 minutes. And basically what you get is they only do one a night. So you have to schedule this in a reservation situation. I wrote about this like two years ago. Yeah, I'd never. It's a gorgeous whole duck prepared, sauteed, and flambéed tableside. And they, you guys, there's this cool machine. It's a little... You got to be a carnivore. Let me just yep. be very clear on that because you're pressing duck. You basically take a crank and they press all the good stuff out, so it's delicious. Um, but my husband loves duck, and so does my daughter. So I'm like, well, this sounds <laughs> like something that could be fun for a special night. Yes, I love um, that. We've talked quite a bit about the Kamayan feast that you can do mm-hmm. with our uh, friend. Um, help me, Yvang. Thank you. Yep. Uh, it's forty dollars a person. So that would be something that is a little less um, expensive, but you could do it as a big group. Yep. We have a call on the line. I want to get to her. So Roberta, Roberta is on the line. You have a cookie question or comment, Roberta? Uh, Yes. Um, My recipe calls for shortening, but I don't have any here. Could I use substitute for butter? 100%. Yep. Fat is fat in that way. And it'll be delicious. And it'll be delicious. Yeah. You're good. Okay. And, And then a quick thing. You just were talking about duck. Look on this website, Sokol, Minnesota, S-O-K-O-L-M-N, Minnesota. They have a duck dinner at the at the CSPS Hall in January. Oh, at the okay. Czech and Slovak Hall. I love it. So I just thought I would let you know. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate that. It. It's the Sokol Thanks. Festival, yeah. All right. Yep. Thank you Thanks for very that. Much. You have a Merry Christmas. You, you too. too. Happy holidays. All the good things. Okay. Um, keep, okay, okay, yeah, they ahead. have all their events. A roast duck dinner, January 21st. Oh. Roast duck will be offered curbside parking lot pickup or indoor sit down with the cash bar. Um, that sounds fun. January 21st, Michigan Street, St. Paul, the Czech and Slovak Sokol, Minnesota Festival. Yeah. They also have classes, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, they have language classes. This is right classes. next to Pajarito, just yeah. to be clear. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's a really uh, historic building. It's yeah, kind of cool inside. If you walk in, it's there is some cool stuff. We have Czech and Slovaks in our my husband's past. Oh, that's family. nice. That's nice. All okay, right. So 651-641-1071. Did you have any other? I do. Okay, go ahead. There is, if you like teas. Yep. I've talked about two. I'm going to tell you about three. Okay. So St. Paul Grill has a really beautiful tea that's kind of high end, fancy, the little sandwiches. Yep. It's fun to like go into a fancy Christmas setting. 
Um, if you want like an afternoon type tea that's also delicious but is available that isn't so Christmassy more year round is the afternoon tea at uh, the Lynn Hall. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, also, Bull and Wren in Excelsior has a tea service on the menu. Oh, yeah. It's like 25 bucks and they bring out the cart and there's lots of different teas. And that might be something that if you just feel like on a cold day that you want to have a little something for yourself, that might be fun to do. That's good. Um, another experience that Steph's actually done is the omakase at Karonomise. Oh my God, you guys, so great. This is a great experience for someone that is a into... super foodie. Yeah, my mother-in-law, I think actually I should do this with her. And you have to, let's be very clear on this, like you kind of have to really... I think you have to like Japanese food at the outset. This is not an intro to no, Japanese food. It's pretty sophisticated. There's, there's, sea urchin, yep. mackerel, rare meat. And it meat. changes seriously. It changes seasonally, and it's an expression of the season, which is amazing. But that means, like, when you're in the spring, you're eating these, like, you know, these, like, uh, fermented things that evoke, like, a meadow. And you know what I mean? There's a lot of great, there's a tie to the season and the landscape, and it's very poetic, but it is, in, it is, very like there's a lot of preserved fish so that's what i want you to know <laughs> yes um we did say uh we have someone said pat couldn't stand the line wants to know ways to cook salmon for christmas dinner wants to know a good thai restaurant for christmas eve we are going to talk about christmas eve dinners and stuff in the second hour salmon i'm gonna say is just for me i just do, i do an oven roasting and then a pan sear it's almost like a reverse sear honestly i do it slow and low like a big cut kind of slow and low and then once it kind of gets i touch it and so that once it feels like it's a little bit firm but and it's opaque on the outside i pull it out and then i do a quick sear with the skin in a pan i love a good poached salmon you and do it, you have to have kind of some equipment for that because you have to have a, a pot that this piece of salmon will fit in and you can poach it in water yes um i like that with a really cucumbery bright dill sauce also, there's a great recipe that is an Ina Garten recipe where she rubs the salmon with pesto on the top. <clears throat> she puts pesto on it. Then she drops some panko on top of that. And she just roasts it in the oven and then broils it real quick at the end to get the crispy on the. Let me give you one that used, we used to do at the Ocean Air a long time ago called Cartuccio. Or maybe it was somewhere else. But it was like you basically make, uh, you take the salmon and you put like lemons and herbs and everything else. And it's wrapped in parchment paper. You make like a little envelope and seal it up in there with a little bit of like white wine. And then you stick it in the oven slow and low. And it just basically like steams. I have all of these herbs and delicious. Yeah. That I forgot about that I did for Lake Winds like two years ago. So I'll repost that. that. Do that one. That cartridge was outstanding. We do have Donna on the line. So let's take the call from Donna. Donna, you have a comment or question about almond bark? Hi. Yeah. I think last week you guys mentioned an almond bark that's made with chili. Uh, Oh, yes. St. Croix Chocolate Company. Yes, it was a toffee. Pistachio and chili toffee bark. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's St. Croix Chocolate? Yep, yes. St. Croix Chocolate Co. They do have a store that's located, I want to say it's in... It, well, there's they're in Marine on St. Croix, but they, you can find them at the Golden Fig. Okay. Yeah, there are a lot of oh. them are at the Golden Fig in St. Paul, so... Okay, super. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, you Bye. guys. Thank you. Have a great holiday. Um, we are going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we have the second hour of the show. We're yeah, going to talk about I, kids. I found and- both of these salmon recipes that I'll post on the Weekly Dish Show page. Perfect. We'll be right back.